Tales from the Lich is an adult podcast. We say terrible things because we're awful people. If you don't think you can handle it, get out now while you still can. Through the power of hedonistic role-playing games, a group of friends unknowingly awakens a slumbering evil. Bursting forth from its ancient tomb beneath the floorboards arises the Lich. Welcome to Tales from the Lich. In a time between when the oceans drank Atlantis and the rise of the hoary suns, there was an age undreamed of. And lo, before my master was ruler of these lands, he needed the aid of these mercenaries. It is I, his faithful companion, that will tell you of their tale. Let me tell you of my adventure. Hazric, you played most of your set as Bard at the Seductive Raven right now. You're finishing up on stage. There's sparse applause and a few hoots and hollers from the audience. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And then you know that it is time to exit the stage where... You will meet up with Augustus Forsyth, the owner of this establishment, and he'll pay you for the time on stage. (sighs) Glad I can just bring up the spirits in such a a dismal place as this. Thank you. Yes, well, you know, it's always always great to have you here. You know, you always keep the place, you know, in in high spirits, all that, yes? Yes, I'm happy to keep it in high spirits because... You're cut off instantly as this four-foot-ten human comes... Hey, move over, buddy. What are you doing? Get oh. up. Hey, we got to get we gotta get our band up here. You know, hey, oh. you know what? Look, hey, don't worry about it, all right? But look, they got to get up here. He points behind him, and it's a group of beast men, goat-like men, in, with guitars strapped around them. He's, oh. Look, they got to they get up here, okay? Look, uh, I'm oh, sorry, buddy, but There's you know, other musicians, too. That's wonderful. This is so, this is lovely. I... I love the advancement of culture in Benthrash. It, it, it's, I, I like to feel I was a small part of it. Yeah, okay, look, the, yeah, it's fine, buddy. You sure, you play? You, you play some violin, that's great, okay, but look, Stillborn Tranquility back there? Stillborn? St- did you say Stillborn? Stillborn Tranquility, yeah, what's the big deal? Oh. They're gonna add, they're gonna add a little pepper. And add a little bit of pepper to oh, this. Well, there's no, I have nothing against spices, sir. <laughs> oh, you're gonna like the spices? Yeah. Hey. Don't worry about it, baby. And he pinches your cheek. And you see him kind of walk off. And the beastmen start clomping up on stage. There's quite an odor, isn't there? Um, Well, as long as the music's right, that's all I care about. Augustus hands you a small sack of coins. Go ahead and pop that. And you see, off in the distance, uh, the corner of the bar, you see the rest of your mercenary group sitting there waiting for you. 
Oh. Yes, hello, fellows. Yes. I, I go I go in ahead and I seat myself next to the rest of them. Could you guys describe yourselves, please? This is important. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is very important for everything. I am Edward Oliver. I am half gnome, half elf. I am a very strange-looking individual. And behind my jovial nature, there's a sadness in my eyes that's a bit indescribable, you might say. You haven't described yourself at all. <laughs> you only described yourself as indescribable. <laughs> what are you wearing? You're a mystery. Just clothes. Like a robe? No. Just like, you know, a tunic, blue jeans, pants. I have a crossbow. What size are you? I'm small thing. I'm halfway between an elf and a gnome. I was trying to get an idea. Very, just uh, not good looking. Okay. You're not. not. Just got the worst of both races. Gotcha. Hmm. Oh, hello. My name is Pazrick. I'm... About six foot one, and I'm very gaunt. Uh, my hair lies limp against the side of my head. I have large, hollow eyes. I've seen, I've seen many hardships. Um, so you I, look like Neil Gaiman. I, I was thinking Adrian Brody. <laughs> I have a large, a large hawkish nose, and I look like old beaten leather that's laid out in the woods <laughs> for several weeks, rained upon, tough, <laughs> tough and unbreakable, but. Behind my eyes, there's a lot of pain, just like just like in here. And I, I wear a, I, I wear, of a mercenary. I wear a white button-up shirt and a vest, and simple brown pants, and I carry my violin. Do you have a weapon? I have a staff, a large wooden club-like staff. Okay. Gnarled behind. Nasty looking. Nasty. Do some damage. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm huge. I'm like seven feet tall. What? Oh, I'm Shadow. (laughs) God, dude, my voice. Seven feet tall. Wow. Yeah. I'm basically wearing a ninja outfit. I just look like a big ninja. (laughs) Most conspicuous ninja. (laughs) You can't see my face at all. Black cloth covers it. Okay. I change colors, but it's always a ninja outfit. Mm. I have a big sword on my back. You're such a dork. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. And I've got those cool sandals. Right. Yeah. No, Tommy. Yeah. Mm. That's all. All right. Oh. Um, I'm Sanguinem Menses. Latin. What does it mean in Latin, Jeremy? Blood months. Thank you. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I'm half human, half gnome. I also have triple X syndrome because <laughs> the hybrid. What's triple X syndrome? <laughs> Three X chromosomes? Yep. Yes. Oh, oh. Okay. Which means I have reduced breast. I would have been really tall if I was human, but I'm a half gnome. So I just look like a child. I have very large eyes, large head, but I will never be able to bear children. 
Even though I'm a woman, I look like a child. What's your, what color is your hair? Blonde. What kind of weapons you got? Dagger. Got it. Just one? Yes. <laughs> Our menstrual gnome. <laughs> I can't have menstrual cycles. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> Looks like I brought in a little more coin for us today, everyone. I, I hope you enjoyed it. That was a new one. It was, well, new to us, but old to my people in our village. That's quite a lovely rendition you played. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Edward. What's its name? Uh, it's called Marketplace. Ah. Yes. We didn't have a Marketplace. Marketplace. Back yeah. <laughs> lovely, don't you think? Quite lovely. What did you think? Shadow, what did you think? It was fine. Yes. A good word, fine. Shadow says it's fine, everyone. But don't let me, don't let me make you think that I play violin just for my own self-gain and I, I, I open up my pouch and I dole out coins to each of the members around the table. Everything we do as a mercenary band, we do together. Is that right? That's absolutely right. Teamwork. Oh, thanks. And then you see, uh, two tables away from you, the Christopher. And the Christopher is a rival mercenary group that has been in Banthrash for a while. You don't know much about the Christopher. They all appear to look exactly the same. They have long warlock beards. They cast a lot of spells. They're wearing long black warlock robes and you can see these long fingernails kind of eking out of their of the robes. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of my father. He died of an opium overdose before I was born. I only saw one portrait of him. Oh, that's tragic. And he looked like them. I assume the old headmaster at my orphanage may show every child that portrait to make them think they're connected to something. I don't know, really. Maybe I just wanted to be connected to that portrait. I know. I know the pain of losing a parent. Or both. Both. Those Christophers, those Christophers, they approached me. They said I had untapped potential. And something about them made my skin absolutely crawl. Well, I wouldn't hear about you leaving our group. (laughs) This was before, friend. This was when I first arrived in Benthrash. They said I had the swirlings of a dark and ember-like arcane magic within me. Their little big, their shiny foreheads and their little, their little feet jumping around. I just, I didn't like it. So I, I said, I told them no, thank you. Mm. So don't be surprised if they give you some dirty stares. You see them all staring at you, identically. <laughs> this is what I mean. They're just creepy. You all hear these these goat men starting to warm up on stage, and. You know that Augustus Forsyth, who is the owner of the Seductive Raven. Uh, All right, ladies and gentlemen. Next up, we've got for you a new one. Who knows how they go? Stillborn Tranquility. 
stillborn tranquility. A bit untasteful. Yeah. I'm just going to keep drinking whatever we're drinking. Ah. Uh, an ale. Old granddad. I'm drinking old granddad. Another ale for Shadow, my friend Shadow. Another ale. Bar wench. Bar. <laughs> bar wench. A bar wench waves over and acknowledges that she heard you. So the band starts, they, you know, they're finished tuning up and they start playing their first song. And it's just, it's this really slow, heavy bass lines. You know, it sounds really thick. If if you could describe, you know, music as something tangible, it'd be kind of really sludgy and slow, slow beating. And you feel you can't not move your heads to this beat of this really slow, deep bass line. The Christopher's heads begin to nod simultaneously with this thick bass line in unison with you. And then they all begin to chuckle. The same chuckle at the same time in unison. And then all four wink at you with the same eye. They flick their wrists and a small dart-like magical missile flies from their fingertips and into the bottoms of your drinks. Oh! And the beers begin to pool down into your meals. And you all begin to have a flashback of the last encounter with the Christophers. The docks of Ancros are on fire. Rain begins to fall gently, evaporating before reaching the white-hot flames consuming the fish huts. The air is putrid, stinking of death. You had been contracted to kill the Noisy Boys, a group of 50 axe-wielding members and their leader, Fussy Todd. Baby-faced, but cold and calculating in every action. The docks burned. They're populated with the lifeless bodies of 49 Noisy Boy, slaughtered in the glory of battle. Their collective blood turning the sea red. All that remained was Fussy Todd and his bodyguard, Muscles Garza. Shadow stands on a mass of bodies, head held high, proud of his team, lifting but just a finger, pointing to the two remaining members. Menzies and Pazrick rush head first towards Garza. Pazrick leaps into the air, daggers at the ready for Muscle's face. Menzies, small and swift, slides under, tearing both Achilles' heels. Seconds later, the daggers find themselves a new home in the face of the bodyguard. Fussy Todd begins to flee. Edward, hiding in the shadows in a nearby corner, kneels, waiting with his ear to the ground for the perfect time to strike. He'd heard the loose armor plate yards away and knows exactly where to land his blade. Moments before Edward is about to leap out and strike his target, he hears something. The door opens from the other side of the street. The Christophers stand in the archway with the contract broker peeking over their shoulders. The Christopher flick their wrists and small dagger-like magical missiles fly from their fingers and into Fussy Todd's face. He falls mere feet from where Edward stands. The contract broker looks delighted, having seen none of the battle save for the death of Fussy Todd. He has the Christopher a large sack of coin. The Christopher chuckle as the door closes. You guys start to feel this white-hot anger from remembering the last time that they screwed you out of a contract. You just killed 49 guys, and they come in, and they just kill the last one. Oh, those kill-stealing... Oh, they my beers dripping. Look at their arrogant little faces. Yeah, they're, they're dicks. We should do something. I've had enough of this. I will, I will let you guys know that you can start to feel... The band has, has started their second song, and it's starting to get a lot faster, a lot heavier. 
It's a lot more angry, and you're starting to feel more angry, too. You're starting to feel amped up, and you can feel the tension in the air. It doesn't take a genius to know that there's about to be a fight that's going to break out. And the only question is, who's going to start? Who's going to get the first blow? Can I slip into the floorboards? I want to be under them. Let me get a stealth check from you, Paul. It was a 10. You see Edward begin to slink under the table, and he just kind of lays on the ground by the floor. (laughs) Edward... And don't you want to get these guys? What are you doing down get, there? Get up, you're embarrassing us. <laughs> Edward. I was attempting something. Just, I don't know what happened. All right. I thank you, Shadow. I'm going to set him back on the seat. All right. Haven't you had enough of being pushed around by these little weird, bald-headed weirdos? Let's, let's, let's fuck them up! Yeah, we, we, let's, let's do that. I feel like we need a plan. No, we're just going over there right now. I'll play a battle hymn. It will give you motivation and strength in battle. And then you can go, you know, fuck them up, man. We, we shouldn't do this here. Not in the bar. They just pierced our beers and they stole our, our kills. And, and we're poor and we sleep in a cold room because of these, these <laughs> shitty little men. Are there any beers lined up on their tables? Yes, they are all drinking beer. Can I, if, if they're all drinking in unison... Oh, everything could, they do is in unison. Can I possibly fire my crossbow and shoot every single one of their beers out of their hands? Let me see an attack roll. 24. You fire your crossbow, and it slings through every single beer, and it carries their beer steins into the wall behind them. And they look at you enraged. Yeah. Sorry, I was aiming for your heads. <laughs> <laughs> Please roll for initiative. Oh, shit. Edward has fired this crossbow bolt. The entire bar is just causing this giant riot, and it seems like there's just a huge bar fight going on now. Is the music still playing? The music's still going. These beastmen are rocking out. Cool. Yeah. They're stomping their feet in place of drums, and they're just wheeling on guitars and basses. I want to run up to the table, and I'm going to be like, That's what you get, you dicks! You know how hard it is for to get me that beer? I waited so long to get that beer, and then you shot it! That's what you get! Shadow. I'm going to stand up off the bar stool. I'm just going to flip it out from under me and just try throwing it at the Christopher's now. Since she's short, I'm not worried about hitting her. I'm just going to chuck it over there, and then I'm going to start running towards it. Roll a d20. Nine. A nine barely misses. All four Christopher's lean backwards. (laughs) And the bar stool goes right (laughs) over their heads. I am going to attempt to cast Strings to Knives and shoot daggers from my violin at them through magic. As you place the violin to your neck, ready for combat, you have a flashback. The mm-hmm. moment when you're, you're outside talking to your stepfather, who at the time had owned this violin, he's sitting on a large boulder He sits you down. Pazark, come, sit down. I need to tell you something. Fire and wind come from the sky from the gods of the sky but Zahn is your god Zahn and he lives in the earth once giants lived in the earth Pazik and in the darkness of chaos they fooled Zahn and they took from him the enigma of music Zahn was angered and the earth shook and the fire and wind struck down these giants and they threw their bodies into the water but in their rage the gods forgot the secret of music and left it on the battlefield. And those who found it were just men, not gods, not giants, 
just men. And the secret of music has always carried with it a mystery. You must learn this riddle, Pazik. You must learn its discipline. For no one in this world can you trust. Not man, not woman, not beast. But this you can trust. And he points to his violin. Seventeen. Seventeen will hit. You fire four knives from your violin. And they plink into the Christopher's chest in there. <laughs> yes. How's that for untapped magical potential, boys? <laughs> Time to play some mercy. <laughs> oh, no. They all start chanting and just... And it sounds like they're just casting a spell. You all assume that it's going to take a little bit more time for the spell to go off. I'm going to see if they're still lined up. Are they, they are still lined up, yes. I'm going to run, strafing sideways. I'm going to jump on a chair that I find to be in the approximate position I need to be in. Mm-hmm. While flying to the air, I'm going to try to shoot through all of their their tracheas. That's an 11. It was actually a uh, he, I mean a 9. It just misses. Ah! <laughs> you leap through the air and it looks fantastic, but your bow is off. And it just shoots straight into a random Patreon. Whoa! Menzies. Punch them with my left hand. I'm really just going to throw my body into it. Well, I can only do one of them. But there's going to be one that's kind of on my right here, and I'm just going to throw my body into it and just punch with, with my left hand. Because they just... They, I'm so angry at them. And they're just being like... After they just got daggers into their heart. And I just fucking hate it. And I'm just going to punch them. All right, go ahead and roll that d20. Twenty. You appear to have knocked one of them out as you punch him in the face. Yeah! As you knock him out, it looks like the the three Christophers that are left kind of halter back for a second. I'm going to take this opportunity to take a couple run steps forward. I'm going to take my gnarled wooden staff and my my hair is hanging lank in front of my eyes and I... (laughs) And I'm gonna I'm gonna kill back. I'm gonna do a, a double-handed hockey fucking uppercut into the next Christopher's chin with right. my gnarled wooden step. Rolling attack. Twenty. Holy shit! You smack him right in the jaw. He he, kneel, he leans back, and so the other two Christophers kneel back too. And you see a red mark on all of the Christophers. Yeah. Shadow. Even the one on the ground too. Even the one on the ground. All right. Well, now that I'm over there, I'm just gonna start charging up my hand. And have smoke just pouring out of it. And I'm just gonna try to shove it right into his stomach, and that's what that's that. It's gonna be three G. Deal. That sounds cool. <laughs> I rolled a four. Uh-oh. So the smoke is billowing from your hand. You're charging it up, and you pull a punch, and you just way away from them. You just kind of right in front of them to show them that you're there. The Christopher chuckle. <laughs> and then they finish casting their spell. And this giant orb of magical missile daggers emits from the three of them that are still up there. And it's going to deal one damage to all of you. And it starts picking off people in the room, and people are just falling over dead from all these missiles flying everywhere. I suppose I'll stand up and dust myself off. Pretend nobody saw that and fire from my same position, hoping to hit more than one. 
I'll roll the bones. That's a seven. And you fire off again, and it bounces around a few beer steins and lands in another patron's. This fucking weaponsmith. So I want to duck and run out of the table and try to kick the legs of the chair of the one on my left and see if I can collapse it and kick it in the nuts. Okay, go ahead and roll. Fifteen. So you kick it and it flies straight into the crotch of one of these crystal trays and you just faint from this pain. And I'm going to go, <laughs> That's how I do it. There are two Christophers left. Shadow that I missed last time. I'm just going to start redirecting my fist and turn into a chop and just try and hit this next one in the neck. Alright, that's just one chi. Nine. Nine will miss. You see Shadow going for a chop and it just... <laughs> miss it. it just completely whiffs. Nimble little pluggers, aren't they? How many are left? One? Two. There's two. two yeah. I'm going to put my violin to my chin, say, finish them off, boys! I know you can do it! And I'm going to cast Battle Hymn. Here we go. Ah, the battle march. The battle hymn of the Republic <laughs> was a three. <laughs> You're playing your heart out with the noise, this guttural noise of these bleeding goat men as they're just stomping on stage is overpowering your music and nobody's able to hear it. Yes, fellow snow? Please! <sighs> the Christopher look around. <clears throat> they flick their wrists and in a giant puff of smoke they vanish. All four of them. Wow, it's a bunch of pussies. <laughs> yes, I'll say we can all agree that that's a bunch of pussies right there. I was hoping to take their purses <laughs> to buy us some more air. Yes, well, the barman paid me. We have plenty of air, friend. And we showed ourselves the toughest mercenary group at this bar tonight, <laughs> didn't we? Yeah! Barmaid, another air for and just my remember, Shadow. We're the, we're, when you're looking for a job, no job's too tough for... The leafcutters! Icy fists! The harbingers. Shadow, shadow. Wait, no, I thought we agreed on icy fists. What? Because they're, they're hurt, they hurt a lot because they're so cold. No, no. The fists. It was the harbingers because we bring, we harbinge. <laughs> what do you mean you harbinge? That's not a verb. No, we're like a community of ants that cut leaves. We're the leaf cutters. And shadows, shadows, we all agreed that was pure ego. <laughs> I, I, I got us together. Uh, well, either way, call us. Right, call right. us. The door, the front door explodes. There's just pieces of wood and shrapnel flying everywhere. And there's still just chaos. And you see two of the city of Banthresh's elite guards standing right in front of the store that just exploded. Oh. It's Valeria and Subutai. Oh. Valeria, she stands six foot three. She's clad in silver armor. Her helmet has wings on it. She's holding a large war hammer. She's the personification of a Valkyrie. Standing next to her is Subutai. He's a small dwarf, but fairly thin. He stands 
five foot one, and he's only wearing light leather armor. He has trusty daggers tucked into his boots, and he's holding a bow uh, with an arrow ready to fire at whoever comes at him or Valeria. And Valeria, in a loud Valkyrie voice, shouts, Break it up, you dogs! Or it's jail for you! Now, you're about 30 people fighting away from them oh. as they're yelling this, so mm. it's up to you guys if you want to try and fight your way through or find a way to escape before they kind of get to you as they're beating up people and arresting them, putting them in shackles. Well, I do believe we should escape. Yes, I agree with Edward. It's time for a hasty exit, don't you think? Where are the, where are the, is the only exit through the door they're coming in? Uh, it appears to be. However, there are loose floorboards we could <laughs> slip into and wait the night out together near the ground. I'm not curling up to you guys. I wasn't asking you. Wait, what, what are the walls made of? Stone. They're real thick. Let's try the floorboards. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna walk over to the one on the walls. I'm gonna run over to the nearest wall. And I'm just gonna just take both my fists and just hammer on it as my <laughs> hands are crackling with electricity. And just try and plow a hole through this wall. Alright, that's too chi. Do I roll something? Yeah. It's a six. <laughs> These rolls ain't too hot tonight for this. You see Shadow walk up to this wall and he just starts banging on it like an infant. And there's just lightning sparking off the walls and he's just banging on it, but it appears nothing's happening. I'm looking at my hands. You see Valeria <laughs> swing her warhammer and it cleaves an entire row of people fighting and they just fly through the bar. The goatmen book it. They're <laughs> off the stage can, now. Can I do a perception check to see if I can find a place we can escape underground? Absolutely. You really want to get in the floorboards. <laughs> That's, That's not enough. Very good. Get? It's a five. That's not enough. Yeah. Well, she said no fighting or it's jail hey. time. Why don't we just sit down? All right. So I'm gonna put my I'm gonna put my violin on my lap and I'm gonna sit down on the bench and I'm gonna hold my hands up. What are you doing? She, we, she said if the, the fighting in the jail. We're not fighting. You don't hold your hands up. Okay, I'll fold my hands in my lap. Subutai is running around the perimeter of this building and he's just knifing people with his dagger, just cutting their throats. Oh, just, criminal! 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 Just knifing them, and you just see like this leave. line of people just falling down. Is dead. he heading towards us? He's he's spiraling inwards. He's made one perimeter circle around. I like to run up to near Valerian, and just... I want to wait. The redhead! The redhead was touching me again. The redhead! You have to get him. What redhead, little girl? Uh, Why aren't you in school? That one! That one! He was touching me! And I was trying to run away, and that he was the one who started the whole fight in this whole bar. She has a grimace on her face, and she starts slapping this war hammer on her hand, and she just books it for the nearest red-headed guy and just swings that war hammer down onto his head, and he just splatters onto the ground. <laughs> Disgusting dog! Well, strange too. If demify someone with a mental disease like that. <laughs> However, <laughs> perhaps we shall uh, book it while she's away from the door. Let's yeah. exit the front door now. While yes. the dwarf is on well the other done, side Mencius, of his... Well done, Well done. They seem to be murdering without any regard, so we should leave. <laughs> they are the city's top guards for a reason. <laughs> Strange place to put down roots. 
So you guys are able to escape the seductive raven. In the background, you just hear tons of screams as people are being murdered, thrown across everywhere. It seems like, you know, a normal kind of the way that the guards take care of fights in the city. In the fantasy world of Banthresh, which is the largest city in this world, it's disc-like, you could say. The city, it's circular. It's broken up into a bunch of different sections. There's Ankros, which is the fishing district. The Smelter's Hole, which is the mining district. Pandorum, which is where most of the legislation happens. It's where crime is least tolerated and where most of the rich and upper class people live in this city. There's Drazu, which is the arcane district where most of the mages hang out. There is a school for magic there. And then there's the Devil's Alley, which is the housing district where most of the people live. This is also where you, the mercenary group, lives. Um, You're in a sector where there's tons of different mercenary houses, much like uh, Greek Row, where there's a bunch of frats and sororities. There's just a bunch of different merc houses. Hmm. I'm going to walk as close to Shadow as I can, (laughs) trying to brush up against his leg, his tree trunk-like leg. (laughs) Okay, you were able to do that, that's fine. Oh, that was quite a brush with death there, eh? But we showed those Christophers what for, didn't we? Yes, we did. They won't be puncturing holes in our beers anytime soon, will they? You saw me throw that left hook, right? And then crush another one in the nuts? Yeah! Yes. I got them! Yes, well done. You guys are fantastic tonight. Well done. That's why we're the number one group in Ben Thrash, the Icy Fists. Yeah, no one expects it from me. It's getting late. What would you guys like to do for the end of the night? As we walk, I would like to stumble against something and accidentally brush against Shadow a little more. All right, you are able to do that. You accidentally bump into a uh, a stone on the ground. Oops. (laughs) And you brush a little bit closer to Shadow. Hey, hey, watch it. Sorry, Shadow. Menses. Menses, that was a... Expertly executed distraction you did with that that winged Norse goddess. She was so gorgeous, but I'm so glad to be away from her now. <laughs> well done. Very well done. Thank you. Mm. You like are to... a crafty one. Mm. Would anyone like some apples? Because I think I can get some. I I mean, it's, oh, it's been a while since I ate. That, oh, uh, yes, I, by all means, if you have apples, I... I don't have them yet. I'd be happy to keep the doctor away. Yes. What kind of thing would you like to steal to eat? Well, I, I said apples earlier because I thought we were like in some poor like. No, you guys. District. You guys head through the market district on your way back to your house. So oh, okay. I want some pork then. Want some pork? Yeah, where's the market song? <laughs> All right. So you want to buy it or you want to steal it? I'm gonna steal it. Should I get a live pig? Or should I try to get the stuff that's already been, like, cut up? You're going to go try and steal a whole live pig? I don't know. It's a small <laughs> pig. A little girl carrying a pig around. <laughs> I got four men around, three men around me. <laughs> Carry some pig. Why are we stealing the pig? It's your life. Just imagine right? the I mean, faces on those men at the inn when we walk in with a live pig. I'm asking you, do you want me to get the stuff that was cut up today, or do you want a live pig? 
I mean, if it's already cut up, I mean, it seems a lot more convenient. I know. We just throw it in the pan when we get home. <laughs> Someone one, else is one, cooking it for me. Pan. I mean, you said apples. <laughs> it's your turn to cook. All right, so you're going for cut pig? Sure. The real world? <laughs> Pork. Okay. I think the tissues. You guys walk up to a, uh, a stand that has a bunch of different cuts of meat hanging on hooks. There's whole pigs, cow's heads, strips of meat on the counter. Is there an attendant? There is an attendant there. I will attempt to distract them <laughs> with my musings. Sir, how strange it is that I find myself so afraid of the dark, yet <laughs> so at home in it. I don't quite understand my own psyche. How do you feel about the dark? I'm, s- I'm sorry, what? The dark? Man, yes. what what are you saying? If we look out upon the stars, the starry dynamo, what are we supposed to feel being blanketed with so many suns, yet so plunged into complete emptiness? I'm, I'm walking back to the to the house. Journey, could I get a thievery check from you? It's 18. Alright, you were able to to steal a large amount of freshly cut pork uh, and some beef as you're just scooping it up. And as Edward is talking to this man, you're able to get out before he notices you. The stars are just stars, man. I need to know how you feel. This really affects me. They're just stars, right? I just look at them sometimes. They're nice, but I don't. I don't think about that stuff. Like, are you gonna buy some meat or what? No, I don't have any money. Then what are you doing here, Pazzo? You need to go I, get him and act like he's drunk. I, oh, you found my friend. Tell me. I'm sorry. He's tell me. How do you feel? He's imbibed a bit much. Hey. Let's head home and get some nice vegetable broth. Motherfucker, doesn't <laughs> feel on. anything. Come on, no, he feels, he feels. I feel we need to le- we need to leave now, though, friend. We need to leave. Yes, fucking cocksuckers. They <laughs> <laughs> drag me off. Uh, you guys are able to make it back to your to your house. Let me go ahead and bring up a list of chores. <laughs> a list of the other houses next to you guys. Chores. <laughs> <laughs> the landlady said, "You got to clean that yard up." <laughs> How a bunch about of beer bottles? Let's <laughs> grab some crowbars and just bash that couch to bits, right in front of everyone. That does sound like a good time. It'll show them how tough and aggressive we are. I'm gonna make a couch bash roll. <laughs> On your own couch? Yeah. 17. You bashed it. You're able to bash the shit out of your own couch. <laughs> I'm gonna cu- I was inside already, I assume. I'm gonna cu- what are you doing? <laughs> this couch has been out here for weeks and no one's done a thing. I'm reducing it to rubble. We, we sit on that. <laughs> Not out here. This is the old couch. This is outside of your house? Yeah. I feel like for any human to talk like that, couches shouldn't exist. <laughs> just just stone slabs. <laughs> All right, so you're just bashing the shit out of this couch. Oh. Um, 
here. It's Did, your turn. You seem to have a lot of aggression, and I take the... Pazric, it's your turn. I take this metal rod from him, and I... <laughs> Uh, you know, we, she brought in the pork products. We've had a great night. We beat up several Christophers. I mean, a good percentage of the Christophers fell by our hands. And tomorrow we're going to go check the boards and, you know, get back to work. We'll get our aggression out then, I eh, old friend? I still feel so lonely, Pazric. I'm so hungry! <laughs> well, why don't you go in and have a bite to eat? And maybe that'll fill you fill up that void, eh? Perhaps. You Perhaps see? if I can sit next to Shadow. I'm sure. I mean, he hired you for a reason. I'm, sh I'm sure he wants to fuck you. Let's <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Yes. You guys are arguing outside, and it's kind of loud. And you see the these gas lights turn on in the, uh, the house next to you, which at the moment is owned by the mercenary group Millie and the Bandits. Cool. Uh, across the street from you are the King's Auxiliary Guard. Whoa. Hate those guys. Uh, those so guys a bunch of Ooh, We have a government stipend. Look at us. Next to them are the Poisoners. That's disgusting. Poison. I find them quite frightening. And uh, down at the end of the block are the Ronin, a uh, uh, group of ninja-like people. I don't know why I'm with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'll admit, those guys are pretty cool. Um, They're all phonies. On the opposite end of the block is where the Christopher are. And uh, the house next to them, which is probably the most run-down house of all of them, is the Gruesome Twosome. Is it really just toilet toilet bowl in the front yard? There's not even a toilet bowl. There's just human feces on the front yard. There's oh, no toilet paper. These guys are gross. Like that. It's just human feces. The, the lawn is unkempt. There's no toilet paper. Was the caveat? <laughs> There's no toilet paper. They just walk out. They shit in the yard and then they go back inside. Are these like two-story <laughs> houses? Uh, most of them are. Yes. Anyways. You guys are heading back inside, and... I'm panting. <sighs> Edward, what seems to be the trouble? It's just... You get caught up in... Don't you ever get caught up in the thoughts of your past? And you feel like you can't escape them. Oh, yes. Every time a chill comes on the wind, I feel... I feel the remnants of my past echoing in my bones. I know exactly what you mean. You guys are going to have to cook this meat if you want to come in and oh, eat, eat. I, oh, it's Menses again. That I don't... She's good at her job, I'll say that, but I don't... I don't know about anything else she's, about her. I'll cook the meat fine. She's a bit aggressive, yes. Uh, I, I kind of, uh... I kind of, like, bend gauntly over at the middle, and I'm, I'm kind of like... Punched in the shoulders. Here, put on this apron. And I, I, if it's all the same t to you, I, meat doesn't exactly sit well with me. I, growing up, all we had to eat was thin vegetable broths and some cold roots, and I just simply can't stomach it. I, Did you also grow up in an orphanage? I must, I must return to my bed, my bedchamber. I must go. And that's what I do. Um, as you're walking upstairs. You brush by one of these counters, 
and you knock over this cube that somebody... Who left this cube here? <laughs> you can't really remember who picked up this cube, if it was from previous adventure from somebody. You know, as it's been there for a while. You knock it over, and as soon as it hits the ground, this completely blue humanoid figure with bright red hair pops out. And yeah. it's Mortimer von Meeseeks, who has designated himself as your butler. And whenever he gets out of this cube, he's just he's really annoying. And you, we know him previously. You know him, and you try and keep him in the cube as much as possible. Hey, I'm Mr. Meeseeks! <laughs> look at me! What do you need? Dear me. We always have to look at you, don't we? Touch the cube! I... Shadow, I bumped it when I was trying to... I, it was an... I told you not to put the cube there. Shadow, do you need some help? I'm Mr. Meeseeks! Look at me! I... This... We're looking at you, Meeseeks. Yes. <sighs> we are looking at you. Great, buddy. What do you need? I'm Mr. Meeseeks. Hey, look at me! Outside, there's a couch. <laughs> there's pieces of it strewn about the entire yard. We need you to go pile them up in a pile that is at least eight feet tall. Can do! He books it outside. You guys know that after you tell Mortimer von Meeseeks to complete a task, once he's done with it, he vanishes back into the cube. Okay, got it. Gotta give him a task. So, you start walking back upstairs. Yep. Sleep. I'm, I'm gonna sit down at the table waiting for food. Okay. And you are cooking, Edward? I will cook the food. It's not going to be good. However, it won't give you trigonosis. (laughs) (laughs) Can you put some teriyaki sauce on it today? Where am I going to find teriyaki Ah! sauce? Shadow! Did you use the rest of it and not tell us again? I don't like teriyaki. I threw it out. (laughs) You threw it out! (laughs) Without provocation. I just want the food and then I'm going to my room. Ah! No more snuggling in my bed when it's thundering. You... (laughs) You snuggle with Shadow? I'm overhearing this Men- as I ascend the stairs. <laughs> oh, this echoes through the house. You can hear all of this. Mm, oh my. <laughs> How long have you been snuggling? That's a lie. Ah, uh, a lie. It's a joke. Uh, I guess I'll cook the meat and then give it to them. Right, big fat cuts of it's, meat. It's adequate. I, you know, I'm it's cutting a point. ridiculously small portion of it and putting it on a plate and then taking that up to my room. I can't believe we're just eating dinner in this game. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm thing. going to my room and shutting the door and locking it. Okay. I assume you two are also just going to eat and sleep. Well, I'm, I'm going to wait until everybody goes to bed and then do something. Okay. I'm eating and sleeping. Okay, so what, what would you like to do? I'm going to go to the um, one of the cabinets and I'm going to get a thing of vinegar. Mm-hmm. I'm just pour it all over my blanket. 
Okay. Then I'm gonna go knock on on Shadow's door. Okay. There's a knocking at your door, Shadow. Shadow. What? Please, Shadow. Menses poured vinegar on my blanket as a joke. You're the only room with a fireplace. Do you think I could dry it off inside? Shadow, please. Shadow, it's cold out here. Shadow, please, I can't sleep without a warm blanket. I'm going to take my blanket. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to open the door, shove the blanket out, and then shut the door open. I'm going to try to put my foot in the doorway. Give me me a roll. That's a ten. Ten. He's able to put his foot in the doorway before it slams shut. Ah, Shadow, wait, please. My... I was, my clothes too, they're also soaking. Just let me stand by the fire for a moment. <laughs> no, you know you're not allowed in my room. Well, how about we build a fire in my room? <laughs> we can fashion something, can't we? I'm, sh- I'm sure you'll figure it out. I'm gonna try pushing him away. I'm gonna, he's my cheat, I'm just gonna shove him. Right. <laughs> With using a cheat, you're able to shove him out of the door. Okay. And he just slams the door shut. I'm gonna go walk out to the street and see if I can get into a fight. Okay. She's in love with you. <laughs> we haven't done it. You're a big yeah. ninja. <laughs> we went home from our night out at the bar. <laughs> walk outside. Can I get a perception check from you? That's a six. All right. You still you see Mortimer von Mises <laughs> and he's still piling up this couch. And he's just, he's just working on it. That's the only person you see there. I guess I'll... Hey, Mortimer. After you pile that eight feet tall, you have to build the most beautiful sculpture that's ever been constructed on this planet. And you cannot stop until it's finished. Oh, man! Fuck. Okay, I guess I have to do it! I'm Mr. Beesings! Look at me! I want to wake up and see a thing of beauty. And if I don't, you have to build this the statue out of human feces instead. Oh man, you're putting a lot of pressure on me right now! I'm Mr. Meeseeks! I'm gonna go into my room and jerk off furiously. <laughs> the next morning. It's cool outside. Uh, the sun is shining. But, uh, no clouds other than that. It's just kind of cool outside. As all of you wake up, you see Mortimer von Meeseeks still piling this rubble into some kind of sculpture. He looks stressed out. His hair, he's been pulling out at night. He's just stressing out over this. He's got stubble growing out. It looks disgusting on his blue flesh. Um, but it's morning and you've all waken up. I I have a wicked hangover. Hmm. I come down in my red ninja outfit. Your <laughs> 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 <In> pajamas. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Just you know, spice things up. All right. We're in red today. Cool. I go down and pour myself some old granddad. Also. Okay. Oh well. Um, uh, so the job boards. Yeah, I feel we got some 
make that paper, eh? Um, let's uh, head on down to the job boards, and I bet, I bet after our performance against the Christophers yesterday, the people will be lining up to hire us. Yes, Edward and Pazric. You notice that Pazric. some of your goods that you were carrying around with you are missing. You assume that. During your escape from the bar brawl, they might have gotten loose from your person and fallen down. Probably Mency's in one of her drawers. <laughs> You'll probably have to go to the market to get new things by now. Like what kind of things are we talking about here? Some small rations, okay. maybe some rope or some torches, that kind of okay, thing. Okay, that sort of thing. Got mm-hmm. it. Oh, I, I think in all the hubbub and hullabaloo last night, I, I must have misplaced... M- Misplaced my pine resin. Mm-hmm. For your violin. Yes, for my strings. It keeps them well oiled. Ah. Uh, Would you like to stop by the market before we head to the job boards and maybe pick up some odds and ends? What else am I going to do with my godforsaken life? <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> We've got nothing better to do, yeah. Menzies and Shadow, you hear them talking about this, and you notice that you're also missing a few things, a few small things that you'll have to pick up at the market on your way to the job board. Okay. Do we have breakfast? I come. <clears throat> Where's breakfast? There's still pork left over from last night. Not that anyone cares. I guess I'm going to go to the refrigerator. There's probably an icebox. There's an icebox, yes. <laughs> I, Thank you, but Paul. I call it the refrigerator, and I'm going to just pull out some pork, tiny okay. piece of pork, uh-huh. and then... I'm just going to eat that. Okay. Anybody else doing anything for breakfast before you head out? I chew on a small root. Okay. I'll eat some pork. I'll say, Ah, Shadow. Looks like you're eating more pork this morning than you did last night. Maybe uh, the morning is when you're more virile. Um, just it's breakfast. Uh, we, sh- we should go check the job boards. It's very important meal, breakfast. And I'm going to get up and just start walking out. Okay. Can, uh, can I go outside and feel kind of bad for the redhead and just ask him to solve a simple mathematic equation and so that he can go back into the cube? Sure, what? you go ahead and do whatever you want. You just tell him. Just okay. boarding you. What's his name again? His name is Mortimer von Mortimer. Mortimer! Mortimer, stop all that you're doing. Look at me! I'm Mr. Meeseeks! What's up, Menzies? Mortimer. What is two plus two? Why, it's four! You can go back to the cube! All right! And he just vanishes. There's a puff of purple smoke. I didn't want to see his ugly face anyway today. I hate everyone talking about him all the time. It's just this thing, and just gotta listen to these people. It's a nice show of mercy. (laughs) Very well done. Okay. I hate the mornings. She doesn't want to hear I hate the mornings either. with you people. I just let's go make some money. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Perhaps so. Someday I can die. Oh ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. So, Mansies, what are you going to do with your fortune? Not tell you. I see. Pazric, you. Oh, um. I'd like, I'd like to go back to the forest I grew up in and build a little shanty. Shadow, I left. 
Oh. I went to the market. I didn't even notice she was gone. It's not like I care. <laughs> right, so on the way to the job boards, you guys will pass through the market. Your first stop you see is the weapons vendor. The most generic weapons vendor. He's a dwarf. His name is Olaf. Does he sell crossbows? He does sell crossbows. Can you look at this crossbow, Olaf? Oh, she's something. What? What is with your voice? <laughs> it's just me, Olaf. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I just never noticed it before. I, just, I didn't wake up in the right of mind. You see, I was yelling at some kind of genie last night. <laughs> genie? Hey, do you want to smoke some opium or something? Okay. I, yes, but first, there's something wrong with my crossbow. What? What's the deal with it, guys? It misses, Olaf. <laughs> well, I guess I could take a look at it, you know. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting pretty strong. I've been working out a while, so I can, like, do, I can recalibrate you for you if you want. Recalibrate it. I don't just let's smoke the opium and do your garbage. Okay, guy. All right, so he starts working on that. You, uh, you've been walking past for a while. You pass the exotic weapons vendor, which is where you get most of your... Exotic weapons. Like ninja stars and uh, kunai and things like that. Smoke pellets, he sells all those things. <laughs> His name is Federico. He is an elf. Yes. Ah, yes, yeah, Shadow. <laughs> it is great to see you again, yeah. <laughs> Federico! What can Federico do for you today? You got anything new, Federico? <laughs> uh, I've got some flails in the stock. Let me see. He uh, hands you a flail. It looks it looks pretty good. It's a uh, it looks very solid. It looks like it's reinforced steel on the ends of the uh, spine things. Yes, it is very good. Yes, you can get you can get lots of ladies with this. You swing it the right way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You swing it hits their sweet spots when they see you hit it. Yes, it's very good. Federico looks out for you. How much is it? Uh, for you, I could do uh, fifteen. It's very good. How much do I have? Uh, you've got forty with you right now. All of you have forty gold at the moment because of my violin performance. That's nice, man. You're keeping us. You're the only <laughs> one keeping us afloat. <laughs> uh, Federico, now nah, I'm good. I gotta save my money now. Do you want to? Vanish from the ladies sometime, and he holds up a box of smoke pellets. Maybe you have you have your way with them, and then you just leave <laughs> in the night of hot passion. Yes, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> That's how I do it, baby. Nah, Federico, I'm good. But I'll, I'll catch you next time after the next big job. Fantastic, Federico will always be here for you. He gives a saucy wink. Federico rules. Can I see this happening? Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, you're smoking opium, but he's right next to... The shadow wink back. <laughs> no. No. Okay. You can't really see Pazric. my face. Thank you. Pazric and Menzies, you, you are walking by and you pass, pass Mildred, who is one of the more popular food vendors around. Uh, she looks like she's in her... Late 60s, early 70s, but she's always wearing too much makeup, 
probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello, Pazrik. How are you today? Oh, uh, hello, Mildred. Uh, it's a fine morning, isn't it? Mm, it's absolutely delightful, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Um, I feel. I feel good. Um, how how are you? How are you today? Oh, I'm. I'm absolutely divine. You know, it's. It's probably the most perfect day. I just baked some fresh bread. She holds up a large loaf of bread. It looks like it's a few days old. It looks pretty stale, and she just she starts massaging it with her fingers. And just, it's the best bread. It's sourdough, and she just tries to stick her fingers in seductively, and it just crumbles in front of her, and there's just breadcrumbs falling off her fingers. Isn't it delicious? Oh, you know, that looks absolutely divine, Mildred. It looks absolutely divine and delightful, but I I had a large breakfast, so I, I, I actually don't want any bread right now. Perhaps, hold on. Yes. Would you like some, maybe some head cheese? She grabs a, uh, a skinned cow's head and places it above her bosom, and she just starts rubbing it in between her breasts and just... It's it's got to be probably the best head cheese I've ever seen. And she leans down to lick it, and one of the eyeballs just pops out and falls into into her dress and just, whoopsies! She picks it up, puts it in her mouth, and just sucks on it seductively. Mm, All better. It looks... Can I interrupt? Absolutely. <laughs> just interrupt. <laughs> yeah, just... Mildred. Yes, my dear. You got any secrets for me today? I'll, th- I'll buy three of whatever you're not selling. Oh, well. Rumor has it there's a band of wizards around that are causing no good, my dear. The Christophers? No. They're up north, past Banthresh. Mm, that's only one. That's only one or twos. You got anything else? That's all I've heard this morning, my dear. Dear God. Then I'll I'll allow you to touch Pan, Pandrich, Pancrick. Her name is Pazric, and her bosom looks like a rotten wasp's nest. I'm, I'm quite sorry, my dear. She takes a middle finger and flicks up some of the blood from the cow's head and puts it in her mouth and just starts sucking on her finger. Ah. Uh, I, I oh, okay, okay. I'll buy. I'll buy one. Oh. One. And I, what? What are you not selling today? I'm gonna retch. <laughs> I haven't been selling my fish lately, my dear. I'll take one. It's fine. Mm. Right. You keep them secrets coming. I'm gonna come check every morning. It's one go. It's one for me. One going. I'm gonna immediately exit. Okay. I, uh, I I push my way out of the door and I step into the street and I kind of pull my collar loose and I rub my hand through my my coal black hair and I breathe very heavily oh that dreadful dreadful woman oh I I always forget about why I don't come to the marketplace damn them for stealing my pine resin damn them you know if you just put out a little bit we could probably get a little extra stuff here and there put out why don't you put out you nubby little dwarf do you know what I have to go do and I'm not dwarf I'm human gnome Ugh, I'm sorry I sh- I had to go visit the whorehouse I didn't and get s- secrets from the pedophiles I'm sorry Menzies I just she upsets me so I didn't I pay for that water dwarf. I'm sorry I'm sorry Menzies I really am 
I just need to go get my, my pine resin and go to the job boards. We need to make some money so I can get out of this town with its horrible, baggy-titted women. Am I done with that dwarf? You are. Uh, you see all of this happening as you're seeing mm-hmm. Olaf is kind of trying to flex as he's fixing this crossbow, but it's not really working out for him. Like, you don't see any muscles, like, bulging at all. <laughs> he's just having a hard time. Just, nah, yes. Uh, okay, guy. But anyways, it's it's kind of done, buddy. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's going to be it's gonna be five, you know? Because, you know, it's it's like, it's it's one for the repair and then, you know, four for, four for the opium. <laughs> four for the opium. Yeah, well, yeah, it's it's hard times, man. You know? Come on, man. <laughs> it's, you know... You know, it's good, right? You, you had a good time? Let's try it out, then. Oh, okay. How okay. about... If it truly is worth five total... And if this opium surely is pure... You'll stand against that post... And I'll shoot this hunk of pork off your head. Then I'll give you five. If not, I'll give you two. If you don't want to go through this little test. I'd understand. However, it feels pretty good to me. Um, I don't... I don't know, man. Can we call it just three? You don't know. Can we just call it three? Three. Ha! <laughs> Okay, three seems fine to me. I guess I'll be back then. Maybe next time it'll be two, but three seems fair for now. Okay, I'll, I'll see you later, Edward. Okay? Yeah, I'll see you later. <laughs> I'll give him that, that I said three. <laughs> okay. You guys make it to the job board. Yeah. I oh, did you get my pine resin? You did get your pine resin. Great. Yeah. Uh, one. Gold. We should have that genie of ours patrol the house at night to prevent this from happening again. Oh, the little blue man, yes. Mez... What's his name? Mercatroid? Mortimer. Mortimer. Mortimer, Mortimer, yes. Mercatroid. (laughs) Yes, but he's quite irritating, isn't he? Perhaps we can tell him part of the game is to be silent. We'll treat him like a child. Oh, yes, you're quite crafty, aren't you? Yes. I'm just, my mind is open right now with opium. Oh. <laughs> Let's check the board, shall we? Good call. You look at the board, and it appears there are... Th- <laughs> Tired, dear. <laughs> Good call. You see three... Jobs newly posted on the job board. The first. Go ahead and read this out loud, if you would, sir. <clears throat> Pest control. Will Howdy. This here is Pavel Snaptooth of Snaptooth Farms's famous chickens. As it turns out, there's a nasty bunch of goblins in a cave near my farm that's eating up all the chickens. Please, come take care of them. Can pay in eggs. Pavel Snaptooth. P.S. But all my chickens are dead, so I can only give you a few. A few eggs or a few... A few eggs. Oh, that doesn't sound very good. Goblins for eggs. 
I feel like that's something we could collect on later, too. No, we just, Let's see I'm what there. else we have here. Let's see. Wanted Alive. Oh, my. That's quite a character, isn't it? <laughs> it's the gruesome twosome. For inciting riots. Oh, those are those feces fellows down the street, aren't they? You um, notice from looking at the picture that those are not the gruesome twosome. You yeah. know what the gruesome twosome look like. This doesn't look at all like them. This appears to be some some, some weird backwoods fishing hat fellow and, and his hood friend. That's it not the gruesome twosome. looks like it was drawn by a child. However, the pay is 150 gold, and we have to contact... Ooh, super tie. He's... Wait. Quite scary, isn't he? He was the little dwarf with the yes, knife. this. But 150 uh, gold, that's something to keep in I mind. I don't trust him. Yes, let's do the Shadow, guy. what do you think? We should keep this one in mind, yes? We should do the one that pays the most. Uh, well, let's see what else we have. What, let's, let's take a look. What else we've got? Bounty. Wizard scalps. Ah. Uh. I hate wizards. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yes. <laughs> A bunch of arrogant know-it-alls. I need three wizard scalps from the wizards at Castle Greybeard up north to continue my studies. My pet King of Saxony bird of... King of Saxony bird of paradise. I don't... Is that his name? I don't... Uzo can lead you to the correct path. Place this notice in his mouth. Oh, he has a parrot. I see. 200 gold per scalp. Ooh. Her scalp. It's from a David DeFranco. Uh-huh. Oh, I've heard of David DeFranco. <laughs> He's quite a quite a charismatic legislator around town. He's from the uh, from the uh, Pandorum district, isn't he? Yes, two hundred gold per scalp. Gentlemen. I don't trust David DeFranco, but I will take his money. <laughs> oh, his money is good as any. That's what I hear about town from the ladies, at least. Is uh, it worth wizards, though? Oh. Wizards are nothing. Wizards. We, we knocked out two wizards last night while we were just drunkenly flailing. With their totems and their their purses They're full such of spices. Pusswads. They can't even play the violin. I mean, honestly. So, Shadow, you're the leader of this little outfit. Here, take a look at these two. We're, we're killing wizards. Okay. <laughs> so not the gruesome twosome, then. That's not them. Okay, let's get it out of here. But this is very curious. Shall we shall we solve this mystery with the mis- mix-up of the gruesome... Well, it's worth less gold by far. <laughs> but there are hillbilly neighbors, and they don't cause much of a riot. Well, let's leave it to Shadow. He's the leader, isn't he? I... I hey, yeah, I agree with Shadow always. Ninja face, yes? But... <laughs> Perhaps on the way back, we can... If, if it's still there, when we finish this job. Okay. Oh. So, then it's decided. We have to find the King of Saxony, Bird of Paradise. His name is Uzo. Uh, does anyone... We, we're you see right above the job board a medium-sized bird. He's... Medium-sized. He's yellow with a black belly, and he's got large, foot-long white plumes on his head. Oh, there's just staring at you. There's the chap now. Yes, there's Uzo himself. I feel like anything involving a bird is a trap. However, I will follow Shadow. I'm just putting the notice in his mouth. You put the notice in Uzo's mouth, and he caws, and he begins to fly to the north. Let's go. Follow that bird, gentlemen (laughs) and lady. 
Until next time, roll the bones, baby. Thanks for listening. Leave a review on iTunes if you enjoyed. Welcome, everyone, to today's game show. Last we left off, you had control of the board. David, go ahead and pick a category. I'll take weak spots for 600, Caleb. I already told you that isn't the category. In that case, I'll take things that don't fit in castles for 400. All right, for $400, here's the answer. This massive thing won't fit into a castle. Dom, what is a dragon? That is correct. All right, we surveyed 100 people. Top five answers are on the board come across an obviously important character who I've spent hours preparing as a critical pivot point to the story, what do you do? Yes, David. I shoot him in the face. That is correct, and that means you have reached the million-dollar question. Here we go. David, for a million dollars, this podcast is an entertaining podcast where a couple of friends get together, hang out, and play the tabletop RPG Pathfinder together. Is it A, the Trailblazers Actual Play Podcast? B, Pathfinder Academy, an informative podcast about the same game? C, the Trailblazer Network on iTunes, where you can find both of these shows and more? Or D, more information on our website at tblazer.net? I don't know, that's a tough one. I'd like to phone a friend. All right, let's get Dom on the line. Dom, I'm stuck here. Can you help me out? I sure can. The answer's A, the Trailblazers Podcast. Is that your final answer? Yes, A, the Trailblazers podcast. That's correct! And everyone's a winner because everyone can listen to the Trailblazers podcast every Tuesday at the Trailblazer Network on iTunes or on our site, tblazer.net. Because the only thing nerdier than playing RPGs is listening to shows about people playing RPGs.